We are live, and I'm finally back doing a show, my man Dave. We will be covering the MLB slate for Wednesday. It's a tricky slate. A lot of good pitching up top. You're switching hats. Oh, there you go. We're I'm going I'm, for you. For you. There we go. So it must be a good slate coming up, man. I hope everybody were on the Tampa Bay Rays. I just didn't get it, man. You know, I saw the lines come out Tuesday morning. Saw Verlander up there. I saw the best team in baseball, the Rays, getting plus 135. Yep. I was like, this, this seems too easy, but I'm going to bet it anyways because it makes a lot of sense to me. You get the best team in baseball versus one of the most struggling teams in baseball right now with Verlander, who didn't look that impressive against Detroit and Cincinnati. Now he goes against the Rays. Plus 135 just because it's Verlander. It's the Mets, though. The Mets suck right now. I say this as a Mets fan. At least I can profit off them losing. I don't watch any of the game because I don't want to watch them lose, but um, I'm happy. Mets lost, made some money. I also had the over the on the Rangers run total on Tuesday, so did well on that. And then I get to watch Jokic put on the show um, with the Denver Nuggets right now too, live. They're up about 13 right now. It's a little close, you know, I guess. So it's been a 20-point lead, but we're going to kick it off, man. I'm happy about how Tuesday's gone. Dave, I'm looking forward to Wednesday slate. We've got an early slate, got a midday slate. We're going to be covering a late slate, man. What are you looking forward to on the slate? Oh, man, the pitching. The, the pitching just is dynamic up at the top. We're seeing aces. We're seeing high strikeout pitchers. It's going to be one of those, like, yesterday when I was on the show with Tony, don't go after Verlander. His first question to me was, do you do Verlander? I said, H-E-double-L. No. no. I mean, there's just no way. And then um, even at the top, the only one that I could have liked a little bit was Kershaw, and we'll see how that bounces out. But this time, this slate, I think the top is very enticing. Yeah, it's tough, though, man. Like, on, on Tuesday, I went in Discord, and I said, the, the two best plays per dollar with the upside, for me at least, was Javier – of Houston, you know, with a little discount. And then I liked Wheeler, uh, yeah. who's pitching yep. now in San Fran. The price just made so much sense. Um, the matchups made sense. I was a little bit, you know, skittish on a couple other pitchers out there with tougher matchups. And I'm, I'm kind of in the same spot here. We got Strider, who's the best pitcher in baseball right now, at least, you know, mm -hmm. in my eyes. You know, there might be someone that you like better, but he's one of the top five, you know, you know, pitchers in the game right now. Of course, he's playing for the Braves, which we both don't like because we're Mets and Phillies mm -hmm. fans. But Strider's legit, man. Um, he's going against Texas, though. Texas is a team that I, I don't throw my pitchers against. Um, and he's 12,000. If there was a team that can slow down Strider, probably the Rangers at home. But I still think Strider's in a good spot every you know fifth start. He's definitely in play. Um, I will not say to come off him. Um, Garrett Cole, kind of similar spot, you know, going against Toronto. Avaldi's been pitching great, going against Atlanta. So the three guys that I really consider aces up until this point this year on this slate, I don't consider Senga an ace. I will not be pitching him against Tampa Bay. I will not be pitching anybody against Tampa Bay. They're too good. Um, but let's talk about Strider, Cole, Avaldi first. Let's go over DraftKings pricing. Strider at 12K, Cole 11.5, Avaldi 10.1. Is there one you like over the other one? Yeah, I mean, I guess it is Strider. I'll be honest. I think I'm, you know, I love these guys, but in the end, I'm probably going to work somewhere towards the middle more. But if I had to take one out of the top here, 
I lean Strider just because that, you know, 15.24 Ks per nine. Have you seen that out of Strider in when? Like Nolan Ryan? Maybe did? DeGrom. Yeah, maybe DeGrom at times he can get up yeah. to that number, but King probably Charles? not. Yeah. yeah, Randy Johnson, like those names, right? But it's yeah. it's it's meteoric, 42.9 K rate, K percent. I mean, a, a great one's 30. He's at 42.9. Yeah. So it's just – and even when you look at his ERA at 2.51, his FIP's 1.63. You rarely see a FIP in the ones. And it, he's just been everything, like you said, best pitcher. I can't argue with you. So when – the 12K is a little bit much for me, but I could probably pair him with someone lower. But out of those three, that's where I'd go. Cole hasn't been great in his last four or five. Um, and then he's up in Toronto, which is always a tougher matchup for him. And Evaldi, great. I get it. But I'm not touching him at 10-1, and I'm not touching him against the Braves. If it was 10-1 against Oakland, maybe. Not against the Braves. Yeah. Um, I'll lean with you on that. If you're going to pay up for one of these three guys, I would just go with the K pedigree. Of you know, Strider right now over Cole and over Evaldi. You know, Evaldi has a very similar matchup. I kind of rate both these offenses in the same category. But if you're looking at Vegas, Strider's still like a minus 150, minus 160 favorite here. Um, we'll have a K prop when it gets published on Wednesday, higher than anybody on the board. Um, and then with Evaldi going against the Braves, you know, a slight discount, but you know, the Braves are still projected to win, score more runs, and Cole going against Toronto, like you said, you know, the Blue Jays are projected to score around four and a half runs, four runs, somewhere in that range. So, you know, I would I would lean the extra 500 and go with Strider in that in that realm. I am off Senga. I'm not pitching pretty much anybody okay. against Bay. Um, he's been super inconsistent. So no, thank you. Um, they got the young kid Bradley, you know, on the opposite side though. The Mets are struggling to hit the ball. I think somebody should have been fired already, hitting coach. I don't even know who the Mets hitting coach is, but whoever he is should be fired. Even if he's doing a great job, he's a great guy, just the overall statement, something needs to change. The Mets are not hitting. Now, Bradley came out. He's only pitched 78 pitches, 84 and 82. And the Rays keep on picking guys out of whatever farm system they have, double A, triple A, single A, and they come up and they're studs. So they're and they all keep getting hurt too, you know, which is not their yeah. fault. But Bradley, eight Ks, nine Ks, six Ks against, I would say two out of the three games, good lineups. Boston's been hitting, Houston's been hitting, um, Cincinnati not so great, but three hitter, nine Ks. Now you're going against the Mets and nine K. Do you see enough upside and nine K? I love the matchup against the Mets. They suck. I'll keep saying it, um, but nine K for like an eighty-five. Pitch count kind of worries me slightly, but I still like the play. Yeah, no, I still like the play, and I'm okay with it. I think you can still land in the 20s with him. You know, another guy, you know, second highest K rate on the board at 38.3%, uh, 23Ks, 15 innings. So it's there. Uh, the K potentials there. The Mets are, like, decent, you know, at, at K rate. Like, they're in the middle of the pack. They're not, they don't strike out a ton. They got guys they, that hit They the suck, contract. though, Dave. Dave, just oh, say, you, I'm, yeah. I'm allowing you to freaking say the Mets – Suck yeah. right now. They, they do suck right now. And I think there's value in Taj Bradley. And as we as we go down a little further, um, JP France, and I know Yvonne has already checked in with that against the Cubs. I do like him, another young pitcher that they're tending to let you know a little bit more of a leash out. Um, he got up to 94 pitches last game, 0.770 array. We saw you know a decent, like you said, tonight. Javier had a pretty good start against the Cubs, gonna end up with a win there. And then you know, 
I know, and I know, and I get that it's the Yankees, but Bassett's coming off a really, really good start. And in fact, two in a row. You could get down there at 7,400, and I think it's value trying to take him. The Yankees have been hitting. They hit Gaussman again tonight, but I think it could be a sneaky play, especially since people will probably fade attacking the Yankees. But I might ride the Bassett hot streak. Yeah, Bassett's a guy down here you can take a shot at. And I know Seattle's been hitting a little bit better, uh, but the kid Brian Bellow, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name You're right, on, but – yeah, he's he's pitched well enough for me at 5,700. If you can limit the Atlanta Braves to only two earned runs, get 5Ks. Toronto, same thing, two earned runs, 5Ks. Um, against Cleveland, one earned run, 6Ks. <coughs> you got Seattle at home, 5,700. If you want to pair somebody up with Strider, um, nice discount there at 5,700. So if it's not Bassett you want to take a shot at, I can co-sign France. Um, there is some upside here against Chicago, who's really not that great at hitting team. They hit once in a while. But the yep. wind's blowing out like 20 miles an hour in Wrigley, but you know, most of the time on the road, they're not really a stack lineup by any means. So I like the Bassett call France. I probably would just drop down to Bassett at a little bit lower ownership. And then Bellows, a guy at 5,700, I think is playable. Um, your thoughts on Clevenger, Battenfield, any of these other guys, Wainwright, I just – He's too shaky um, to yeah. get there for me. Um, but maybe Clevenger, you know, Cleveland doesn't really strike out much. He's been pitching a little bit better in the last three starts. Any love there? Any love for Battenfield? Small love with Clevenger, especially if Cleveland's without Jose Ramirez again. They held him out of the lineup tonight. Lance Lynn, you know, pitched a decent game. So a little bit of love there. Battenfield, no. I, I Something about the White Sox, even though they're not great hitting, um, they found some magic in the bats in the past couple of weeks here. So, Probably won't touch Battenfield, but I like your call on Bello. And and I even think that if you want to take a small shot on Wainwright, with a, that would take a blind leap of faith right now the way he's pitching. But I, I think Bello is the guy in that bottom rack that you, you really hit on something there. He's had three good starts in a row, has a live arm, has K potential, just needs to find the zone and, and, and really control it. And when he does, he's tough to hit. Yeah, I'm going to, you know, we we opened up our optimizer to all of our gold members. If you're a paying member of WindailySports.com, you will get access to our optimizer. We're giving it out basically for free. You don't have to pay the upgraded package right now. We want everybody to get a taste of it. Um, I want to see what the ownership would be on a guy like Bello. I think he's a nice pairing with Strider going all the way up to 12K on, on DraftKings. On FanDuel, wouldn't touch him. You know, I want one of the aces. One name that we kind of skipped over. Uh, for whatever reason, is Corbin Burns. Dude was a stud last year, um, struggled out of the gate this year. First two starts, kind of atrocious. Uh, but now he's gearing back into form to some extent. Um, seven Ks in his last start versus KC. Um, five versus San Fran. Five versus the Angels. Five versus the Red Sox. His price has come all the way down to 8-6. His ERA came down to three three five. The K upside from last year hasn't really hit yet, but 8,600, pretty fair, a number, pretty tough matchup on St. Louis. Did you purposely skip over him like I did? Do you have any interest there? What's your thoughts? I purposely skipped over him. I mean, even last year I was highlighting decent ERA on the road, um, but really the Ks go down by almost a half, 50% when he's on the road. Last year in 18 starts at home, throws 145 Ks. Last year in 16 starts on the road, 
98. Like, what, what's the difference? Why, why 50 less Ks and two less starts on the road? There's something about him on the road that he just doesn't have the high K potential anymore. And this year he, he's coming in. I mean, if you look at some of his K numbers, way down. I mean, we're talking 7.69 Ks per nine, 21% K rate. That's down in like the Kyle Bradish territory. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but there's not enough K potential here. And we got a, you know, St. Louis team. No, they didn't light them up tonight, they, but they had 18 the other night. Um, and they still have that star potential in the middle. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm just not feeling Burns right now. Yeah, I think he's playable at 8,600. Not the matchup I like um, in St. Louis. Um, he's in the player pool. Would I prefer him over Sanga? Yes. Would I prefer him over Evaldi at 10-1? Maybe. Uh, potentially over France if you want, you know, you know, strike. Strike when the iron's, you know, hot here. He's been coming off a little bit of a better start here, maybe before his price goes up. Um, I think he's playable. Not my top two or three pitchers on the slate. Um, but if you're multi-entering, I would keep him in a player pool. Yeah. Probably keep him around 10 15% on. I do think he's playable on a slate where there's not much in the mid-range over on DraftKings. Fair price, 8600 Tough matchup. But he can put it together, man. The guy's a, a stud pitcher, and I think That's he's rounding into form yeah. just a bit. Um, so I would say he's playable. Now let's flip the conversation here. Let's talk about these stacks, man. Um, Tampa Bay, number one stack. I don't, I, are they the <laughs> yeah. team? Um, Senga has been like kind of flirting with disaster almost every start, you know, that I've seen. Um, obviously, you know, he's got a couple of good pitches. He's crafty. He gets things done. Uh, but your thoughts here, potentially going with the Tampa Bay stack. Um, they, they hit up Verlander. Uh, I would assume Senga maybe is better than Verlander if you want to compare him. You know, at this point in their careers, this point in the season, but the Razors are really good. Um, your thoughts here? Yeah. So the first one that that I kind of put my eyes toward is Boston uh, coming off another I agree. good night hitting. Uh, Marco Gonzalez not so great on the road. I mean, in his road starts, the farthest he's going is six innings. <laughs> he's just not a guy I. I fear, and I don't think Boston does either. Boston decent against lefties, sitting there top ten in weighted runs created plus, top ten in woba. So I, I, I like Boston against them, um, and you know I think it's interesting because Tony, and I talked about this. I know me and you do it too as well. You can't just pick the bottom stacks, you know, the the worst pitchers and stacks. So when you think about Tampa against Senga, I think it's a really interesting play and one that I think could pay off, um, especially because they can load the left side of that. Uh, order you can get the loud brothers well they're not brothers but you can get jared and um brandon you can get you know wander goes from the left side so they luke Rayleigh will come in so i think you can really stack hard against senga here and it, that would be an interesting stack i agree dave just question for you on this one the reason i have I, my head down here is not you know not all the lines are out on tuesday night while we're doing this show um the mets line is not out i do like the red Sox as the top Top stack on the slate. Their line's out. Red Sox are favored. Minus 125 over under nine and a half. Currently, they're sitting at the highest over under of this late slate. But what do you think the number is when this Tampa Bay line comes out? Do you think the Mets are somehow favored again? I hope they are because I, I definitely bet the Rays again. I'll double down on my bet. Um, but where do you think the Mets come in with Senga on the mound against the young kid? I think the Rays will come in favored in this one, but it might be a slight like minus one twenty. I think it'll be low, and I think it's good enough to 
to bet the Rays with. I don't think you're going to see 150, 160 against Senga in New York. So, yeah, I, definitely not. I was thinking they might be like even money. Yeah. Um, maybe a minus 110 at the most. I'm waiting for the line to come out. I'm probably going to bet it regardless of what it is. Um, but I found that interesting. Any love for the Astros against Smiley? Are they coming in? The over under right now is eight and a half. Over under in the, the White Sox Indians game is nine. Do you, do you have some love? Maybe some Clevenger revenge narratives. Maybe Cleveland comes out and, and they hit him up. Or I know Yvonne has mentioned he, he likes Cleveland even if um, J Ram is out. If J Ram is out, um, I probably wouldn't play them. You know, he's the big bat in the lineup. But thoughts on other teams to potentially stack up? Yeah, I got to look. I've been I've been keeping an eye on Houston because I know Altuve took some minor league uh, rehab assignments, and I think there's a chance. I don't know if it'll be tomorrow, but we could see him soon. But either or, um, against Smiley, you know, the way Houston can stack the right-handed side of the bats and then also how Alvarez and Tucker hit against lefties. I think it is a good stack. I think Smiley, you know, he hit his, like, peak that almost no-hitter when <laughs> – his catcher like tackled him going Crazy. for that ball again. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. But um, I think you, I think there's value in the Houston stack for sure. The problem is Houston's expensive, right? So if you're going to go there, you're probably going to have to cheap out on pitching. So I'm more like kind of in line with, I, I might, I don't know. I still think there is, we could get somewhere in that Cleveland White Sox game. Like you said, Clevenger and um, what's his name? Battenfield. I think could, we, we could get some value on both sides of that and get some, some good bats. Robert has been good. Um. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where I'd go. Even with Jay Ram out, I, I I agree. I like Tampa Bay, Boston. I think they're my top two stacks. Looking need lineups come out. One question for you, Dave. I don't want to put you on the spot here, but Tampa Bay. You know, I've stacked them a couple of times this year so far. Um, every time I do like a five man stack, one of their guys gets pinched for you know late yeah. in the game. They have such a deep bench and they they play. The advantages, you know, so like, do you feel safe stacking the Rays knowing, you know, there's certain players like a Wanda Franco or Rosarena, they, they typically stay in the lineup until they score 10 plus. But like some of these other bats, even at the top of the lineup, they get pitch in for. Uh, do you ever get worried about the Rays for that simple fact? I mean, they're, they're a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, I can see where you're going with that. But and then if I'm getting three at bats out of some of these guys, I'm I'm okay with it. Um, and like you okay. said, the guys that you're gonna pay up for are gonna stay in the lineup. Like you mentioned it tonight. Like um, I think they hit for Ramirez, their number one hitter, but he's still got five at bats. Yeah. So yeah. and that's Taylor Walls getting the so <coughs> I, I'm okay with it. I, I I still have faith that they're gonna, you know, if a guy's hot, they're gonna keep him in. Yeah. A couple times I got I got I got messed up by them because they have so many bats here. Yeah, um, guys, you know, towards the front half, bottom half, I feel like the only guys that are safe are like Franco and Rosarena. Um, everybody else, you know, it's matchup dependent. If it's a close game late in the game, they're coming out. You always want those max at bats. You want those fourth and fifth at bats from from guys if you're chasing down, mm -hmm. you know, a tournament. But, you know, I like the Rays as a bet tomorrow. As long as they're not going to be, you know, big time favorites, uh, I think they'll beat the Mets again. They just can't hit. I like the stack call, the Red Sox. I think they're in the best spot so far. Um, they got the highest projected team total. If there was a team that, you know, goes under-owned here, is there is there one team that sticks out to you from like an under-owned perspective? Yeah, it's St. Louis. I mean, I, I think you know, 
kind of what you said, the, the mystique of Burns is still there. But for me, I'm not sure the production's all the way there. I, I could see myself getting in a St. Louis, you know, under own stack, especially how hot Arenado is. Uh, he was batting 444 over the past two weeks going into today. Same with Nolan Gorman. So the two Nolans are really high. I mean, they're getting some production at the top too with Newt Bar. So I, I could see myself getting a little St. Louis friendly tomorrow. Any bets that you iron? Like I keep on saying, I'm betting against the match. You like the Cardinals plus money? They're probably sitting around plus 100 right now. If you do like them, any any say in the Guardians versus the White Sox? Pretty even line there. Um, there's juice to the Braves. There's juice to the Astros. Um, we got the Red Sox. I think the Red Sox are a very fair line right now. You can pick them up probably around 115 minus 120. Um, even matchup, Yankees, Blue Jays. Any love for any of these lines that are already out on a Tuesday night? Yeah, right now I'm not taking anything in that Yankees-Toronto game. I, I just – Yankees are, are moving, and, and Judge, is, he had another one tonight. Um, so they're really dangerous. So I'm not sure I would take either side because the pitching matchup, I think, favors a little bit of Toronto. But in the end, the Yankees' bats are alive and well. So the one I like to mention is Boston. I think they're trying to win that series tomorrow. Uh, Seattle's been kind of, you know – up and down and uh, really haven't been able to find their way, like settling around 500. So uh, I think Boston is playing good baseball. I like them at that 115 line. Yeah, I'm probably going to lock that tonight. That and the Rays are the two bets that are poking out to me. Kind of want to take some some courage and back Wainwright against Burns. But, you know, Cardinals are very, like, they're a scary team, man. They're, they're yes. a deep lineup. They get their pitching under somewhat control like they really don't have much pitching um if they figure out pitching they're a scary team for the rest of the season because that lineup is getting deeper and deeper by a day if Dijon comes up and starts hitting like he just yes. did this yeah. weekend no it's trouble for the rest of the the nl we're both nl fans with the mets and phillies so that well, team always worries me um, how you feel about your phillies man i haven't I haven't spoke to you in quite some time um how do you feel about your phillies and then i don't know I'll leave it on this, man. I got to ask you for real. Um, and I know you don't want to have this question right now, but I got to ask anyways. Talk to me about your Phillies for a second. And then that Embiid comment. Um, yeah. How, um, how bad of a comment is that? Because I, my opinion is like the worst possible thing you can say as a leader of a team. Yeah. So first off, Phillies 2021, um, better than they were almost at this point last season, but still not in good shape. Um, this team really has to figure it out. But the good news is Ranger Suarez coming back um, helped and I think will help a, a pitching staff that is in dire need. Walker's looking a little better. Wheeler's getting better. So um, really got to get that pitching going. And if they do, I think they'll be okay. Um, as far as the Sixers and Embiid, firing Doc was a necessity. Um, it's, not on, it's not all on him. It's on the players. They absolutely choked. I'll say this about the comment for Embiid. It's bad, but you have to hear the whole question, the whole answer. And it was definitely – they just chopped up that end. Um, he said it's on him. Um, he said he was the MVP. He should have done better, but he can't do it. And then that's where he starts the can't do it alone thing. And um, it, it wasn't the right answer, but you got to hear the whole thing. I, I didn't hear the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But like, well, that's how the news will do it, right? And and I get it. Don't worry. Yeah, but he, the, the game, the, the the way he plays, leading into that comment and how he's just dogging it out there, like, yeah. See, like when I see just like from the optics, you see one player in Bryce Harper 
that wants to fight somebody on the other yeah. team just yeah. for making a comment and like patting his glove. Like that's the teammate I want, right? Yeah. That's the guy that's going to go to war with. And Bede's not a dude I'd want to go to war with. Not that I want to go with Harden either, but I wouldn't want to go to a war with Embiid. He's just – he doesn't have it, man. He really no, doesn't I, have it. He's I, got the body. He's got the skills, but he doesn't have it. Like he you, needs it. You're 100% right. I'm convinced the Sixers cannot win a title with Embiid as the center point. He doesn't yeah. have the it. I agree with yeah. that. You know when he has the it? When he's scoring 45 or 50 and having a lot of fun. When it's all about yeah. him and the lights are on him. And yeah, he, yeah. then you yeah. want him. But when it's tough and it's a, it's down in the trenches, yeah. yeah, it's not good. He's not that guy. Dave, appreciate you, man. Good job today. Good luck in your games. Everybody hop over to windailysports.com. If you missed the PGA DraftCast, we cover the PGA game like nobody else does. They did a great show earlier today. Hop in that Discord for free with promo code WINBIG. We're with you. MOB, NBA. Um, got some showdowns. NBA is going to be fun for showdowns. Western Conference, Eastern Conference Finals. I hope the Nuggets hold on. I want to see the Nuggets. Um, I want to, I want Joker to get this, this ring. Um, yeah. Love to see him do it. This team is complete. They stay healthy. But we'll be talking NBA. We talk NASCAR, MMA, MLB, all that kind of good stuff. So head over to WindailySports.com. We're out of here for a Tuesday night. Good luck in your Wednesday slate. <laughs>